I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C a u s e medics thrive cosmetics and bigger than beauty skincare are not just makeup brands they're a whole vibe they're all about empowering us to rock our confidence and when you support them we are helping other communities thrive their stuff is not only easy to use but no nasties zero parabens sulfites phthalates they are 100 vegan and cruelty free let's talk lashes thanks to thrive's liquid lash extensions i must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush it adds lengths there are no clumps and also guess what it slides right off with warm water so no raccoon eyes here and i appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer stronger and healthier looking lashes over time and it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. as an old soul you are seeking out a soulmate but what happens is you know people get into a relationship with somebody that's not a part of their soul family they don't have a an agreement but just because they they come along and they think well maybe this will will work and you know it's better than being alone or or whatever rather than holding out because you're this is what you're looking for and i can even get from the spirit guide some of the signs this is what your what your soul is really looking for in the soulmate Now let the magic begin. Hello, Soul Tribe. It's Raquel. And this week, this week since I've been back has been overwhelming with warmth and loving messages from so many of you. So thank you so much. I feel very welcomed back into society. <laughs> I also promise today's intro will not be as long as last, well, a couple days ago. Just wanted to give you a post-ashram life update on Monday. And I'm also happy that I reshared Dear Shell as I've been sifting and sorting through the messages. It seems that Dear Shell has been continuing to resonate and heal many of you. So thank you. And that was that was April 1st episode, by the way. And big news, we are approaching Your Own Magic's 100th episode. So 
it was clear to me, crystal quartz clear, that we just must do a Q&A. But more importantly, I think it'd be even cooler if we could include your voices. So if you'd like to ask a question, please send me an MP3 and NP3 onlys, by the way, to hello at youronmagic.life. You can just use your voice memos app if you want or your phone. And I'm also assuming that there's something like something on Android. I was looking it up. There's something called HiQ MP3 voice recorder. I don't know. I don't know about the Androids, but their iPhones definitely have voice memo app. There's also your computer. Just make sure. Again, MP3. <laughs> and feel free to include your first name, where you're from, And I mean, why not also add your Instagram, plug your Instagram while you're at it so everyone can follow you and then ask your question. I'm excited to hear them and I'm excited to round up your beautiful vocals on the podcast. I hopefully at least can answer your whatever question you have. (laughs) No promises, but I'm hoping I can. Also, welcome to part two of this Ainsley series. This is actually in a sense, his third episode. If you haven't listened to Monday's episode yet, I highly, highly, highly recommend it as this episode only expands from it. You may be scratching your head a bit if you listen to this one and not the previous one that I posted on Monday. I'll link all of the other episodes, the two other episodes in the show notes for you. But yes, they are absolutely game-changing mind-expanding, soul-expanding episodes. So be excited for whatever shifts within you. And in this part, we really dive into soulmates and karma, two of my favorite topics. And of course, we talk about so much more, but that really stuck out to me. And I must say also, if you want to join me in Bali, well, there are three spots left, which is so cool. And it's about 100 days from now, July 22nd through the 26th. And I know, I know what's going to come up in no time whatsoever. I'm excited for, I couldn't be more thankful for the group I'm experiencing Bali with and my first retreat with, (laughs) with Brie Melanson. Her episode should also be linked in the show notes because she is another psychic medium and she's brilliant and she's going to be channeling and teaching us how to channel in Bali. That will be a cool experience. I've had a lot of insane breathwork moments with her. Also, thank you for today's sponsors, Hum Nutrition and Four Sigmatic. I hope you listen to their quick little commercial breaks as there's so much new stuff that they offer. And thank you to all who have been supporting them because honestly, in turn, you've been supporting this podcast and keeping it alive. So I really (laughs) appreciate that. And so honestly... I actually really couldn't thank you enough <laughs> for supporting the sponsors because that really that that supports me, which I'm. I, how could I not be thankful for that? Anyway, I told you I'd keep this short and sweet. So, without further ado, let the magic be continued with Ainsley McLeod. But what is interesting to me, and then you brought this up in Old Souls Guidebook as well, is that 
we we have a life plan yet at the same time we also have free will and that part is what's really hard for some to wrap their head around yeah because we want to live our soul's mission so we can have this experience and and then finally experience the astral plane look back on all our lives go to the causal plane but also be a guide for others but in the meantime our focus right now is our soul's mission and there are so many potential interruptions and blockages and bumps in the road and past life fears and phobia interferences that might sometimes stand in the way it feels right how do we know we're being guided and also how do we know and how do we know because we have the free will how can we make sure that we freely choose the right path towards our destiny well yeah this is a big part of you know what i try to answer in the book uh because yeah there's two things going on there we we do have this destiny our our soul creates this life plan on the astral plane before it comes here and you know we're guided to follow that the whole time but we're also we're here to use our free will and it can be so hard to tell you know what is the you know what's the voice of the soul and and or or what's and what's the voice of the fear i mean one of one of the great things about doing past life work is that as you start to um, blow through the fears and you start to get rid of them then what's left is um the you know you're you're not listening to the fears you're you're listening to the the voice of the soul or the 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 guidance of the spirit guides it just becomes a lot easier um now what i talk about is that if you're you know we get presented with opportunities you know the spirit world is working all the time to really help us uh, on our path and of course we're not always listening or not a lot of people are not even aware they have spirit guides and if they if we do how do you use them you know, I, I mean, before I sort of really got on this path and people would talk about, you know, I'm meant to be a psychic and, you know, I've got spirit guides looking after me. I go, well, they're doing a pretty terrible job, aren't they? And it was only when I started doing this work, I realized, you know, what if, you know, things keep going wrong. What's the common denominator? And uh, it was me, you know, and, <laughs> and I really, you know, once I was able to look back at my life and the the choices that i made it was it was very clear the times where i really felt this is what i meant to do i feel you know a, an opportunity has come my way and i i need to take this that was very 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 strong um and then other times where i realized that i overrode the intuitive message that i was getting you know, it was like the, the, the universe is kind of going, oh, careful here. Don't do don't do this. And I was going, hey, you know, it's going to be fine. And so the 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 balance, the way the way to to really navigate life in a way where you're using your free will and following uh, the life plan is to really pay attention to the gut feelings and the the messages that you're get, getting because a lot of us um, feel things in our bodies you know it, it and it can be like if you 
let's say you meet somebody, let's say it's a relationship thing. Is this person right for you or not? Very often, if you check into your body, you'll feel something. You know, when you when you think about this person, how do you feel? Is it like a sort of like a um, positive feeling or is there something gnawing at you? And literally people can feel it in their stomachs or you can feel it in your heart, in your heart chakra. Um, so really, you know, pay, pay attention. You know, so much of the time where I, th I think if people had more awareness of such things as, as life plans and uh, the fact that there are soulmates, for example, when it comes to relationships, um, I think they'd make different choices. Um, you know, I've heard people say, well, isn't it just all random? And, you know, it, it, that there's no real plan to it. And it's like, oh, my God, no. <laughs> you, you know, you, you, spent, you spent an awful lot of time creating this plan and your spirit guides all the time are trying to help you stay on track. Or if you if you fall off the the track, they're trying to get you back on. And uh, so the more you can listen again, it goes back to things like meditation and really tapping into you know what what are those small still voices telling you? Uh, it's amazing when you do that that you can really. Uh, oh, in fact, one thing that uh, that can be very very helpful <clears throat> is that if you. If you have a question about something, you know, this is this the right path for me, is to sleep on it. I mean, people have been doing that for forever, you know. Excuse me. <clears throat> but if you if you put out a a question to the spirit world before you go to bed, it's amazing how, especially if it's like an A B type of thing, you know, should I do this or should I do that? That you wake up in the morning and you you have such clarity that you go, Why did I even bother asking the question? But what's happened in that space of time, in the eight hours or whatever, that you've been perhaps hobnobbing with the other side <laughs> in your sleep, um, you got the answer. You got the clarity. That is so yeah. true. And sometimes, actually, even at the ashram, I wrote a little note and I put it by my bedside to deliver me a message that night. And my dream was so I didn't understand the dream in the midst of it. That happens, of course. Like, you know, it's just very all out there, so random, random people, random events happen, but you have this one aching feeling that you know has been deep within you for so long. And it's the one thing that personally for me has held me back for many things. And I woke up and it was clear as day, this fear of abandonment. <laughs> I have a very strong rooted fear of abandonment that when I was at the ashram, I got that clarity when I wrote that note and put it by my bedside. That's terrific. I mean, that's really how it works. Yeah. And and then that that uh, fear of abandonment is is a past life issue. Yeah. It's a it, and that's probably the biggest fear. Actually, interestingly, when I was putting together a list of the 10 major fears for my second book. I was checking it out with my spirit guides and I said, well, obviously fear of death is the, the biggest. And they said, no, it's the second biggest. Um, that rejection is, is from the soul's perspective, bigger than a, a fear of death. Wow. So um, it goes back to abandonment of some kind 
in a past life. Um, uh-huh. And it can be abandonment by the mother. It's always abandonment that leads to terrible consequences. It may be, and terrible consequences from, from your soul's perspective just mean that you are taken off your life plan. Something was bad enough to take you off the plan it had. So um, it could be like being thrown into poverty or maybe you died early because your mom didn't want you or something like that. So I might uh, be thrown off my life plan. Well, it, it, you have to be thrown off your life plan to to for something to show up as a fear. Okay. And so in this life, when you have rejection, there's several things that will show up. Um, and they, they, they can be triggered in this life, but... Whatever yeah. happens in this life is not the cause. To really get to the root of it, you have to go back to the past life. Right. And so, um, you know, it, because you, you can whittle away at the symptoms in this life, but sometimes it, it doesn't go away because you're never really going to the, the root cause. And sometimes just understanding, yeah, I was abandoned in this past life. This happened, that happened. The soul again, not with a bang, but with a whimper, just goes, oh, okay. All right, we'll just let that okay. go. <laughs> okay, no I love that that is, it's that simple when you can just tune in and tap in. And I know you provide so many meditations on your like membership site for people to have their past life regressions. And so right. there are Absolutely. ways that you can find out how, what the past life, what the trigger is, what the fear was, what happened. There's so many Yeah, we, we, we do a, um, a monthly regression in the soul world and- I love that. That can be interesting. It gives everybody a chance to do that. We do it on a theme, but sometimes people go rogue, you know, and they find that they're <laughs> going back to like something, just something they really needed, um, you know, and it could be a fear of rejection, such a big one. And, you know, it will make it difficult, makes um, relationships tricky in this life. So there's a tendency to feel like an outsider, feel like you don't belong. Yeah. Uh, well, oh yeah. I mean, that was my entire childhood mm-hmm. in this incarnation, but uh, it's interesting. It's yes, it's rejection. And I know that there's synonymous rejection and abandonment, yep. but actual like abandonment, not re- just rejection, but like abandonment of from someone that you love mm-hmm. so much or people that you love so much that for whatever reason is. There's no, there's, you know, like I say, from the soul's perspective, there's nothing worse. Yeah. Because it goes to to a place where they're just terrible consequences. It's so interesting. Yeah, and uh, you know we we can work through this. We'll talk we about this at some point. You know, <laughs> yeah. It just, sometimes uh, it just takes a little bit of digging around, and we 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 find whatever there is there. Mm, um, thank you. And then it makes it much easier to feel um, safe in a relationship. Uh, because if yes. you're carrying rejection, I mean, like, I mean, you can push people away um, without knowing it. It can, you know, you can, you know, you can put up all sorts of invisible barriers. The energy can be just saying, hey, you know, I, I don't feel safe in a relationship. And then you wonder why it's so hard to, to even find one or or, or to, to stay in one. And your soul is on, on the right. hair trigger because it sits worried that 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 person will abandon you like happened 300 years ago. Hmm. One of my favorite sounds in the morning and smells in the morning is coffee. Yes, especially mushroom coffee. 
especially for Sigmatic Mushroom Coffee, which I am pretty sure that you've heard of. Just thankful for the value that they've gifted my body, so I honestly could better tolerate a good cup or two of coffee. And now, also, my skin. (laughs) Alright, my poor skin. I live in the driest state of the United States, Utah. And unfortunately, my skin, my poor dry skin, can get pretty scaly. So, when I received my Four Sigmatic skincare, seriously, only after two mushroom masks, my skin was baby smooth. I just scrubbed their new mushroom face mask and tonic made with organic cacao and reishi and chaga and activated charcoal, Panex ginseng, got to kalu and just some spices, so a lot of miraculous superfoods. And I'm not going to lie, I was even tempted to eat it because it says that it's edible. And did I? Yeah. Did I like it? Yeah. But what I really love the taste of right now is their new organic mushroom coffee latte with maitake and chaga mushrooms. This is an absolute game changer because it's keto and vegan friendly. They actually sweeten it with, instead of any sort of sugar, they sweeten it with lucuma and stevia. So there is zero grams of sugar and it just tastes so good. (laughs) And maitake is the shroom that is a natural remedy for diabetes and high cholesterol and high blood pressure. Dad, I'm talking to you. And it's also a cancer fighter. And what I love to do sometimes is to just have, you know, a normal cup, like brew a normal cup of coffee and then add some of their elixirs like lion's mane, which is a focus enhancer or cordyceps with my workout enhancer to my coffees or teas. And lately I've been adding a little bit of MCT oil on top of it and some vanilla coconut almond creamer. And then, ooh, also reishi. Oh, reishi, which is the perfect nighttime treat. And mix that with my coconut almond creamer and I am good. Sometimes I might even add in a little bit of lavender essential oil and it's just so soothing right before bed. Then of course, you know, apply one of their new masks and... That's part of my evening routine lately. So I highly encourage you to try Four Sigmatic and get 15% off when you go to foursigmatic.com forward slash soul tribe and use the promo code soul tribe. One word, no spaces. The link is in the show notes. That's foursigmatic.com forward slash soul tribe. One word, no spaces for 15% off your magical coffee, skincare, and mushroom elixir order. So good. I think this is a great segue to start talking about relationships and even soulmates, because you talk a lot about soulmates in this book, which was rather helpful. And let's say you run into a soulmate who just feels like an old friend. It just it just feels familiar. It's just that very familiar. I know you, but I don't really know you, but I know you feeling. <laughs> <laughs> totally. That happens. Yeah, oh, yeah. And that happens with me on rare occasion too. Sure. And and I have a feeling, Ainsley, because you and I are old souls. We probably knew each other in a past oh, life. Oh, we've, we've known each other before. Yeah. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, this is this is a, you know, a reunion. Reunion. I love that. Yeah. It's it's a it's a tricky business the 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 soulmate 
thing mm-hmm. um and and i think partly because there's uh there are myths surrounding it or sort of, or, or sort of maybe some glamorization you know, romantic yeah. ideas about what it looks like yeah yeah you know like um you know you're going to meet a soulmate and um it solves all your problems and everything's going to be just sweetness and light and cherubs and trumpets and stuff, you know, it's like, (laughs) um, it's not always like that. Yeah. So my spirit guides, they're, they generally talk about soul family being this large group, the the, the group of souls that you came into the world with. And this might've been say five or 6,000 years ago. So you all come in and then off you go on your separate journeys. But, all the time, and particularly once you become an old soul, you're trying to share the journey with members of your soul family. It's all the time that you're you're trying to reunite and um, share karmic lessons and so on. By the time you get to be a very old soul, um, this is a this is what spirit guides are working on most. They described it to me as the great game. Is for them, it's it's all about trying to help us meet each other and meet those that we can have the deepest, most intimate relationships with because we have the 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 deepest soul connection that comes from being a member of the family. Now, when you meet somebody who's a member of your soul family, but you've known them before, like you've, you maybe you were married in a, a past life or your business partners 500 years ago or something, then... The, the spirit guides would call those old friends. Mm. So, you, you know, you might meet an old friend. Now, if you meet an old friend with whom you also have what they call a romantic agreement, then that's they, they'd be happy to call that a soulmate. And I have to say, my spirit guides will sometimes just use the word soulmate to just, you know, they'll just throw it out there just to say that you have a really deep connection. But on a more sort of, you know, if you want to be more pedantic about it, yeah, it's a... It's a romantic agreement. And so when you have a romantic agreement with another soul, it's not to say we have to make this work. This is the one soulmate. Without this, uh, my life will be incomplete. I'll never be happy. (laughs) It's just to say, okay, our intention is to come together and see if we can make this work. And the agreement is not, it's not carved in stone. It's, and if it doesn't work out, well, that's fine. You know, there's going to be another one. Because you know, most souls are not meant to be alone. I mean, I've only met two clients in 20 years who are are totally, totally, it, it shows up in their life plan. Um, uh, in, in the life plan, it shows up as no, no mission of connection. They, they would be unhappy in a relationship. I mean, both of them lived alone and totally agreed with me when I said, well, you you know, having somebody around would, would drive you nuts. And they go, oh, yeah, I couldn't have a relationship. Oh, no, so happy on my own. But most people are wanting a relationship and they're wanting intimacy. And, you know, even if they say they're not, usually that's just a fear showing up. <laughs> and <Me>. so, <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. And it's an old soul, you know, you want to have that. You get to that deepest place with somebody you know. So you have that romantic agreement. But let's say you meet that person and they they turn out to be abusive. Well, you don't want to stick it out just because that's a soulmate. I mentioned this uh, in my first book that there was I was I was doing readings out of a shop 
years ago. Um, this woman came in and immediately before she even sat down, I could tell that she was being um, physically and verbally abused. It was just like the spirit guides are sort of yelling at to get my attention about that and so she sits down and i go you know do you mind me asking are you being you know physically and verbally abused by your spouse and she goes oh yeah um but she says i feel i'm supposed to and i'm going what and she goes yeah i'm supposed to and i'm going i don't know what you're talking about she goes well he's my soulmate and i feel there's big lessons from this and what the spirit guides are saying is like, no, the lesson is if you're in an abusive relationship is to get the hell out. You know, it's like no soul is meant to be abused. You know, you get your, there's no support for that. It's just all about if there's a situation like that, it's either getting over it or getting out of it. So um, things can go wrong is basically what I'm saying. You know, your souls have the best of intentions. They create the agreement. But when you get together, I mean, something something could be well wrong. You know, very commonly what I'll find is um, one of my clients meets a soulmate. Uh, it's everything is set up from a soul perspective. It looks really great. But, you know, all these years have gone by since they made that agreement. And now when they meet, the you know, he's got an alcohol problem or an anger issue or she's, you know, um, she's so damaged from the past relationship, she can't open her heart chakra enough to have a relationship, you know, so all sorts of things can go wrong. So when a, um, when a soulmate relationship doesn't work out, what the soul, what your soul will do immediately is look for other agreements. Okay. So we have multiple agreements. We don't just make this one romantic that, And that's such an important thing to, yeah, because I've, I've had people come to me and they go, oh my gosh, I've broken up with a soulmate and I will never love again. And it's like, <laughs> oh, no, no, you know. There's more. You know, so yeah, I had somebody who's 23 years old going, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll never meet anybody else. And I'm going, I think mm-hmm. you will, you know, you, you could be here for like, a, you know, another 60 or 70 years, I think you're going to be okay. Um, but yeah, the idea that there's just one soulmate, it's uh, it's it's one of those sort of things that can be a little limiting if, you, if that's what what you think. And sometimes the next one will be better. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's not, they're not fallback positions or second best or anything like that. They, they can, you know, there's can even be a stronger chance of things working out. So, um, you know, I often encourage people not to try and make it work just because there's a soul agreement if if it's really just not what you're looking for right now perhaps as well they were maybe it didn't work out but maybe that was part of the lesson that we were supposed to learn in this life is that a potentiality yeah romantic partner we were with soulmate or not we are all romantic partners that we experience soulmates well (laughs) No, um, uh-huh. the, the intention is that they that they should be, right? But um, and again, I think it's one of those things. If if we just knew about how this works, you know, had a better idea. I mean, I look yeah. at my life and I think, well, how different that would look if I if I'd known this when I was in my teens, rather than sort of starting to learn it in my forties. My, my life might have looked uh, a little different because yeah, as an old soul, you are seeking out a soulmate. But what happens is, uh, you know, people get into a relationship with somebody that they, 
that's not a part of their soul family. They don't have a, an agreement, but just because they, they come along and they think, well, maybe this will, will work and, you know, it's better than being alone or, or whatever. And right. um, rather than holding out, you know, and I've worked with people who, you know, where I've tried to get them to just, you know, hold out because you're, this is what you're looking for. And I can even get from the spirit guide, some of the signs, this is what your, what your soul is really looking for in the soulmate. And, but they meet somebody and they, it, and it's unsuitable and, but it's better than being alone or, 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 you know, they don't really believe that they're going to find that soulmate. But then by getting into a, a relationship that doesn't have the depth that they're looking for, the needs are not met, you know, usually on, on both sides. And it doesn't last. But while right. they're going through that sort of, um, let's say, sort of second-rate relationship, they're missing the opportunity to have the really good one. Mm. You know, because energetically it's you know it's going to be very very difficult you know it's oh like yeah you need to be sometimes you need to be available and so the more that you you understand yourself and understand then what you're looking for in a relationship the easier it becomes to draw that person in and to recognize okay that person when you meet them but how do we get clear and call in that soulmate that romantic soulmate then well this is a technique that is very very powerful and is to quite simply come up with a list of 20 things if you're looking for a relationship have a list of 20 things that you want in, in a relationship uh, in that person and talk to the spirit world about it every day but what if our mind is getting in the way of what and how, how could we distinguish that what if it's like our mind wants this super fit all these very superficial things in life well here's what happens if you if you have a, a list of 20 things that you want and let's say being super fit is on the list if you talk through that list every night with your spirit guides after a while you start to add in something where you think gosh you know i i, I realize intimacy is something that i'm really looking for and i forgot to put that on my list and then you start to to think well is being super fit really what i'm looking for or do i just um i want somebody who's you know in reasonably good shape um and you you kind of um hone the list and that's how you get to the deeper place because you're working back and forth with the ah. with the spirit world and you're, you know, so things get thrown like out of this. your list. You suddenly realize, well, you know, it's be, you know, you know, blonde hair and a mustache really that important, you know, <laughs> or you know, <sighs> is there something else that I might put in that place on the list? So you know, basically, there, those on the other side are helping you to to create a list that's really going to work for you. So it, yeah, you you kind of hone it over a period of time. I'm making my list tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and you and you and reputation is so important. Spirit guides are funny. If you if they if I get an answer to a question, and I answer the ask the question again, and they they'll say to me, "Asked and answered." But, you know they don't want to waste time. You know we already gave you an answer. So, but it's very different when it comes to something you're you're wanting to draw into your life. Repetition, pester them 
talk about it all the time. And, you know, it puts things on the front burner. It, it, you know, brings it to the surface. I often talk about how somebody, a client told me years ago that she had read in a book that if you really wanted something to write it on a piece of paper and put it in a drawer and forget about it. And I can't tell you how much my spirit guides disagreed with that. <laughs> they were just a, appalled, you know, like it's so not how they work. Wow. It's like if you want something, you let the universe know. You talk about it all the time. Wow. And, Good to and know. This is, yeah, this is a sort of, from their point of view, it's part of sort of basic manifestation, if you like. And so, you know, you keep it uppermost for yourself. And, you know, you might find that you, because it's on the front burner rather than forgotten about in the back of a drawer, that you talk to friends about it and maybe they remember it and then suddenly they think, oh, I know somebody who could help you here or whatever it is. Um, huh. Yeah. How do we know that we are on the path towards them, that they're, we're walking towards them? Because I can't feel yet. I don't know if my guides are <laughs> guiding me to somebody specific or if I'll just know while I'm along the path. Like, How do we know that we are potentially walking towards a soulmate? Uh, well, you, I think what, again, it goes to that list, but, but it's okay. related to what you know about yourself because what's on, what's on your list should be a reflection of your needs. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, a lot of, a lot of people, and it's to do with the past life fear as well, um, that they don't know what their needs are. Oh, I know what my needs are. And so it all, <laughs> but a lot of people, they, they have no, no clue. Mm. And so when you talk to them about, you know, what, what, what are your needs? It's like, oh, I don't know. For, hmm. for some people, they never had the luxury of being able to uh, think about their own needs, you know, so, so often having to put other people's needs ahead of their own. But if, they, if, if you can get really clear about what your needs are in this life, that makes it very much easier to create a list when it comes to relationships. And perhaps if they are struggling figuring out, finding their needs, maybe they can look at what they are grateful for in this present moment in their life, what they enjoy, and maybe just ask for more of that in their list with their partner. Absolutely. That's great. Because, yeah, I mean, we're, we're talking about if you're looking for a relationship, but absolutely. Yeah. Um, if you're in a relationship, I was about to ask. <laughs> you read my mind. Yeah, you know, if you're in a relationship, then think about the again. Think about the needs, and you know, are your needs being met? That's big. And and if your needs are not being met, then what would it take to have your needs met? So, you know, really think about this, and then um, express it. You know, I've, I've had clients, I, I mean, I had one client I'm thinking of from a few years ago who broke up with her husband and he was completely blindsided. I mean, he was missing all the, the cues um, for many, many reasons. Um, but she had never just, you know, expressed her needs and, and said like this, this one thing particularly is, is driving me nuts. And you know, the guy quite, quite reasonably when they, when they broke up said, well, why didn't you say something? <laughs> and so, so being clear about, 
your needs, it does help you to then formulate the requests to, you know, whether it's to the universe or it's to a partner. Right. To say, hey, this is saying, you know, I recognize this this need is being unmet. And, you know, mm-hmm. here's, you know, not just to say, hey, my need's not being met, but here's what I think, would, you know, I need or needs that, that has to happen for that need to be met and for the relationship to be successful. Oh, and that's so empowering to like speak that truth to another human or to recognize it and share it with the guides. Yeah. So you also have a section on the spiritual view on sex, which I found <laughs> fascinating because I was like, what? They don't do it in the astral plane? <laughs> that's right the spirit guide saying you can't have great sex on the astral plane oh wait you can't, can't have, ha- you can't have great sex or you can't have sex yeah well you can't have any sex you know okay that's, that's right you know it's a physical plane experience so take advantage while you're here basically <laughs> yeah i mean it's connect a lot of people you know they do make um you know intimate connection through sex and um you know it's the spirit guides would say we, we all have a, a a right of great sex. I mean, obviously it's not a priority for some people and for others it, it really is. And um, again, there can be all sorts of past life blocks. You know, we talked about right. the, you know, the effect of sexual trauma in a past life and how that will show up in this life. And that will, uh, it will act as a block. Mm-hmm. It was interesting that um, what I, one of the things I talk about in there is that one of the soul world members, had asked she she had a few past lives as a prostitute or courtesan Mm. and wondered how that would show up and there's really not one single way that it does because it really depends on what kind of experiences you had what was there a huge level of coercion or you know you know what were the reasons and what kind of experience did you have but you you'll find a lot of times uh people who've been very disempowered sexually and i'm thinking of somebody who might have been forced into prostitution as a child in a past life they they will often use sex as a as a way to regain power in this life or they can go the other way and become very powerless around you know sex can be a major sort of trigger can trigger anger and all sorts of things um it's a fascinating subject because sometimes when people are on the spiritual path they they neglect that part. They don't realize that this is actually a very, very important aspect of uh, being human. And, you know, we're all, the soul sees mind, body, and spirit as being one thing. It can't separate itself out from the whole bundle, which is fascinating. And once you understand that, a lot of things make sense. So you can have somebody who's got, Everything together spiritually, everything together um, mentally, if you if you like, the sort of the mind and spirit are okay, but the body is is neglected, and sometimes that can be in the area of sex. Sometimes it can be just you know lack of exercise or or lack of touch, even something that comes up an awful lot um, that I hear the spirit world talking about is the importance of massage especially if you're not in a relationship or you're in a relationship and you're not getting enough um, physical connection. Why? Why is it so important? There's loads of other reasons for having a massage, but well, they talk about the connection between, um, you know, having, having the body touched. It, it makes like a, 
it's a sort of connection from the the universe it's a, it's it's sort of energetic the problem is that if you neglect the the body and that can be you know any any kind of sensuality it could be sexual or or anything if you neglect the body for too long it can be very hard to get it back um operating as it should as part of this trio you know sort of a you know and it's different for everybody the balance of mind body and spirit depends on who you are but it's very important to make sure that each of those parts are are working and massage is a very sort of quick way of realigning everything yeah yeah i've had i've I've actually had just times when the spirit guides have, have have given a client instruction um um, they'll say massage and masturbation <laughs> wow go ahead you know get back into the body because you you know because you're shut down and the problem is if the if the body is shut down it has a knock-on effect on the other two parts hmm. and because you're connected i mean this is where if you let's say you have a physical injury it can affect you emotionally as well you know you could get yes. depressed because you're laid up with a broken leg or something so it, it you know each part can influence the other it's all connected all connected one more thing i want to touch on is karma Mm -hmm. because there are so many misconceptions around karma what really ainsley what really is karma is there really good or bad karma (laughs) there is good and bad (laughs) is there such a thing yeah (laughs) and how does it influence our life well karma is is influencing us in all ways really at at all times our our you know, our souls are kind of, a, you know, aware of the, you know, the karma that needs to be balanced. The important thing to recognize about karma is that it's just about balance. It's a, it's a sort of continual balancing act. And um, I mean, it, it can show up in, in different ways. I mean, let's let's say that you were an abandoned child in a past life karmically you can balance that life with one in which you you become a caregiver in this life take care of children sometimes it can be very sort of like for like but it's always about uh balancing people worry about oh gosh you know how can i balance the the karma how do i know and you know sometimes just the important thing is be kind you know just um you can't go wrong, you know, <laughs> like really just be, be, be loving and be kind. And Yes. <laughs> At all costs, always choose the higher road. Yeah. And, it, and it's not always easy. I mean, you know. It's not always easy, but it's simple. Like it's such a simple, you feel, you can feel like, all right, this is, this isn't right right now, yeah. how I'm responding to this situation. You can feel it and it doesn't feel right. It might feel, it might feel right in the moment. You're like, Yeah take that <laughs> that's then right and then karmically tonight. the answer would be to um you know to 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 balance that in some way it might be to own your part in it or to apologize or something like that yeah it doesn't take a it doesn't it doesn't have to be a huge thing you know you don't you don't have to i know i don't know, maybe get you don't have to take care of orphan children or right? something like that you know to balance something it, it can be just in small ways so you can be you can be doing it all the time that's interesting you say that and i do feel like the two monks that were there they're beautiful i loved them so much and i deeply connected with them but they told me that they were doing this for some karmic debt mm. 
I mean, I'm open to whatever their heart feels, you know, is right. But I yeah. thought that was interesting. And so it's interesting yeah. you said that. Well, we're all doing things for, for, for karmic reasons without, um, you know, with, with, you know, we, we don't always know it. Right. I mean, you can certainly explore past lives and find what, um, what sort of theme, you know, may come up from there and that, that can help. You can also look at your life and see, see the sort of things that have, have gone on and think about ways to, to balance that you can, t- you, there's a lot about themes as well that show up in your life and that can help to point you in certain directions. What do you mean by themes? Well, you get, um, let's say, uh, let's go back to what you're talking about to about abandonment. Yeah. Um, so if you can see like there's a, there's a theme that shows up and we know there's a past life issue around that, which would explain why it becomes a theme in, in this life. Well, recognizing that ways that you can balance that. In fact, you're doing it. Like I say, pe- people are doing it without knowing it and you're doing it with, with this podcast. You're doing it right now in this moment. What you're doing is you're uniting people. You're bringing people together and that's the way that you heal the past life fear of rejection. You know, it's the, the other side of the, the, the coin, if, if you like. I didn't even think of it like that. I thought, I didn't even think of it karmically. I was just like, I'm doing this to get over this fear of mine. But I didn't think of it in a past life. I just thought of it just, that's just how I am. I'm afraid of being rejected and judged and abandoned and all the things. But it's interesting and, to have that perspective on it. And your soul is going, okay, we've been abandoned and rejected in this life and the last. And now there's a lot of people out there who need community yeah. and need to feel they belong. And it, and you help a lot of people who suffer as you once did. And this is called a wow. spiritual act. You heal yourself by helping those who suffer as you once did. So, you know, people, a lot of people that you'll be attracting will be those who've had some sort of abandonment and, and are looking for a, a place that they, they can belong. Wow. You know, community. And this is like a major reason why I set up the, the Soul World membership program that I have. Yeah. Wow. So. You hit the core of what your own magic and the tribe is about, even though it's interesting though. Yes, I probably made the Facebook or I did make the Facebook account and I invited all these people, but then they invited people and it's like, they're all contributing to this act themselves as well. Yeah. So that's really amazing that we can fulfill that if we have this fear of abandonment. Yeah. Isn't it? It's it's quite cosmic, (laughs) isn't it? It's so cosmic and beautiful. Yeah. How can we fully relish in old soul values and walk the talk? Well, I think, you know, one of the main things is just to, uh, you know, be conscious of modeling old soul values, I think is, um, you know, if you're an old soul, well, prove it, you know, it's like, you know, act, act like one and really bottom line come from a loving place you know be as be as loving and caring and compassionate and kind as you possibly can and uh, you know be conscious of it and you know think about it you know again it's a conscious part of this i mean it's you know you 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 embody it i mean it's like anything if you just keep 
keep practicing it. It's like if you do karate all the time and those moves just become automatic, or if you play piano and you don't think about it, you know where a C chord is, you don't consciously have to think about it. Um, but just taking the you know, more, the more kindness, you know, thinking about it, the more it just becomes an automatic kind of thing. It does. And just like the non-judgmental for, for all living beings, including yourself. That's actually my very first tattoo is on my wrist and it says Ahimsa, which means uh, to practice non-violence and compassion for all living things, including yourself. Mm. And there are times where for me, the non or I mean, having compassion for all living things, that's simple, but the including myself part can be ch- challenged. Oh sometimes. yeah. That's the one, that's the one place. So many old souls yeah. fall down on that one. It's like, Interesting, I have to, really. I have to remind clients, you know, if everybody else is worthy of your love, what's wrong with you? <laughs> There's nothing wrong. <laughs> There's just a lot, a lot that you have been through, but nothing wrong yeah. at all. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything else you want to share about the Old Soul Guidebook before rapid fire? Oh my gosh! Um, well, there's so much. I have more questions too. But it's like <laughs> I would just, um, I would say, just uh, if you're interested in reading about uh, what we've been discussing, uh, the website is theoldsoulsguidebook.com, and uh, yeah, I just, uh, I, I'm. I hope this speaks to to old souls. I, you know, it's just a few people like yourself have have um, read this, and you know, the feedback has been very positive. It does seem to touch the heart of old souls. So I kind of want to want to keep that going. Touch the heart and soul, yeah. truly, of all souls. Okay, ladies. And gents, I'm not going to forget you, gents. You, sh- you should definitely try this too. Wherever you're at on Mama Earth, you can be all the way in the Netherlands and it still applies for you. Maybe even Iceland. I don't know. But I believe if you haven't taken advantage of Hum Nutrition's free personal nutritionist to provide you with your own customized bottle of the nutrition you need, plus... off when you go to homenutrition.com and enter the promo code MAGIC for 20% off. If you haven't done this yet, I don't know what you're doing. These supplements, their supplements have been meticulously selected and promised to have the highest quality micronutrients to balance tummy issues, skin, nails, metabolism, energy, sleep, and any nutritional deficiencies. So HUM products are, they are gluten-free, they're non-GMO, and most of them are vegan. And as you may know, I'm all about the gut health, and the two products that I believe we all can use are, well, they're new Skin Heroes pre and probiotic to balance one of our most important assets, our gut microbiome, or they're ever so popular and tried and true Gut Instinct which is the queen vegan product, keeping millions of digestions running smoothly. And then, of course, any of their raw beauty powders to boost metabolism, energy, and keep your skin glowing or help produce a more glowing, radiant skin. My favorite of their raw beauty powders is their mint chip. And then I mix it with a little bit of stevia in my smoothie, and it is just so good. Ugh! I am also tempted to create some sort of mint chip cookie from it, and maybe it will taste like 
Girl Scouts Thin Mints because that was my favorite cookie of all time as a child. <laughs> I miss that. No, I'm good. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, anyways, so just go to humnutrition.com promo code magic for 20% off your order. That's humnutrition.com promo code magic. All right. So, preference of residence, Scotland or America? And be careful, Ainsley. <laughs> yeah, I have to be be careful I don't offend anyone. Well, I'm I'm in America by choice. And so right now, I mean, I I love going back to Scotland. Oh, but yeah. Yeah. I discovered the Pacific Northwest and yeah, don't want to be anywhere else. You have that island that you're on. Yeah. Pristine. Um mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Life is good. Life is good. What's your spirit animal? Cat. Oh, why? Well, I, I, I've always, uh, I've always been a cat man. That's why I say, "What can a cat man do?" That's cute. I, I have a, I have a cat called Lily, who's um, uh, not very happy at being locked out of the office while I, oh, no. <laughs> I do this interview. <gasps> she's, 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 um. She doesn't just love me. She's she's in love with Aww. me. She, and we have, we have a, a really beautiful relationship, and she is a little sweetheart. Um, so, do you think she's been your pet in other lives, or? Yeah, she was my my cat Tiger when I was a kid. Cat Tiger. And yeah, she was called Tiger. Oh, she was and called Tiger. I thought you meant like. Yeah, she was. I know. I wish. Tiger. I wish I'd had a pet Tiger. That would have been. That'd be great. Yeah. So you know, I was told I couldn't have a cat, um, but I went and got one, and. Um, and I, I just kept my fingers crossed and hoped that my parents would fall in love with the cat, and they did. So, Aww. yeah, I've always been, I've always loved cats. I love cats too. Mine yeah. just passed away a couple months ago at the age oh. of twenty-four. No, oh it's wow! A, a long life. I was yes. very happy for him. He was. It was time oh. for him. <laughs> yeah, but what a blessing to have a cat that long. I know, I know. He's he'll come back around in some other. He'll be form. back. Yeah. He'll be back. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a spirit guide number? Mine is forty-four and four four four. Uh, three three three. Three three three. Yes. Yeah. What are your spirit guides like? What do they say about numbers? What they say is about the numbers is that they just they reminders that they can draw your attention, that they can get your attention in a moment, and they can say, "Look over there." Wow. You might see it on a license plate or they can look. Yeah. They do that with me I, every I, day. I, yeah. <laughs> what should I do in those moments? I spoke to somebody uh, years ago and we ended up doing a lot of, or have over the years done a lot of work together, um, sort of medical research. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, he said to me, well, I keep seeing 333 and uh, is there any significance? And I said, well, you know, next time we talk, we'll ask the guides. And, um, that night I woke up and I looked at the clock and it was 3.33 and I thought, oh, I'm just <laughs> dreaming. And I, I lay there and watched for a minute. <clears throat> and obviously the spirit guides had woken me up right at the beginning of the minute. And I you know, watched it then change to 3.34. And I, I asked them, I said, well, well, you know, what's happening there? You know, you know, why are they doing this? And their answer was pretty much like, well, because we can. But it's <laughs> the deeper meaning is that it's it's about getting your attention and reminding you that there is something beyond it's just a little thing that they can do to say hey we're here we're here that's what i thought mm-hmm. i just yeah. i see it i'm like they're here they're always there yeah well they are always there yeah they, <laughs> they never sleep 
What is your zodiac sign? I'm Pisces. Of course you are. <laughs> Do you think most According, old souls are Pisces? I think a lot of, a lot of them are. I'm a Leo a of, though. Um, <laughs> a lot of um a lot of psychics seem to be yeah. Pisces. And I think there's a there's this sort of sensitivity and you know connection right right so your guides told you that i was an outgoing introvert what are you oh (laughs) i'm the opposite oh yeah i'm i'm actually an extrovert but um you know i certainly had to deal with shyness it was a big problem when i was i was younger and uh yeah so i'm i people would look at me and and think that i'm an introvert um, but I actually recharge huh. with the company of others. That's amazing. I yeah. I feel that ever when people look at me, they everybody everybody assumes I'm an intro or an extrovert. But you made right. it very clear. I love that when you said you're an outgoing introvert. Right. Yeah. You 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 need a lot of time on your own, and I and I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait. What happens with a soulmate? Like when I have a soulmate, but I need a lot of time on my own. We'll just we'll just well, figure it out. <laughs> uh, I, I help a lot of people with this. It's to do with um, something that's actually in your soul's life plan. Oh, uh, and that, it, it's it's one of the things that I often look at in the first session with with a client. It's something called a paradox, and the paradox is that people often have uh, this these two missions that are part of your life plan, and. The, there's the mission of connection and paradoxically the mission of avoidance. So that's why they call it the paradox. When you have that, you're pushed to be with people, but you, but you pull back to be on your own. Huh. And you, you have that very strongly. You know, you, you're, I think you're about a 50, 50 mix there. You know, a lot of time on your own, um, yeah. but you do need to be around people. And if you're not, yes. you're, you're going to go, you know, a little bit crazy. I have, I know that experience. <laughs> yeah. So when you meet somebody, the, the the best thing is, um, well, first of all, figure out where they are um, because it, it can be a problem. I mean, yeah. for somebody like me, I need somebody who's, uh, I, I don't need somebody who's just like me, but I want to be with my partner all the time. And knowing this, that, you know, where we, where we are uh, on this spectrum, if you like, has really been very helpful because I know to sort of pull back. I mean, for example, Monday nights I go out with the boys. I've been doing it for, oh, I don't know, 10 or 15 years. You know, we go out for dinner and chew the fat. And, you know, my my wife is usually just delighted (laughs) to to get rid of me. You know, it's like, you know, she has some some quiet time. And I recognize that in her, that she's she has much more of a need for alone time. First five minutes will do me, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking around like a puppy. Where's where's my people? <laughs> <laughs> so in a, in a partnership, you just really understand where where are they. Yeah. Um, it's very Honor easy it. for, for yeah, it's easy for somebody who's got all that connection to appear clingy to somebody who needs a lot of space, mm-hmm. and then they perceive that person as as pushing them away. Um, yeah, and really, just each one is saying, you know, one's going, well, I need, I need people, and the other one's going, I need space. I'm far too familiar with that dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is your favorite breakfast? Oh my gosh, 
Soft boiled eggs and toast. Soft boiled eggs and toast. So I'm curious about your guide's thoughts. If they've, if they probably haven't ever talked to you about it, but because veganism is such a big thing these days, and a lot of the audiences, does does veganism really work for everyone? What are your guide's thoughts on veganism? Oh gosh, it's um, a bit of a big one. We haven't gone into it too much, but. They see it largely as a question of choice, but they have got some very strong feelings about the way animals are treated, as you can probably yes, imagine. Yes, me too. I get that. And so, yeah. Right. But you don't have to yeah. be vegan. No, there's no obligation there. Right. But they prefer that you are. No, they, they, they would they would recognize that, we, you know, we, we were, you know, we're, we're omnivores, but, but we also have, you know, huge amount of personal choice there. You know, I was vegetarian for years and I'm not. Right now so much because i you know realized that i needed to have a little bit of meat in my right in my for life health reasons yeah you know right so yeah. okay mm-hmm. that's so interesting but they do they prefer people to be vegan if they can i couldn't answer that i'd have to really sit down and talk to my guides about that i'm not sure about there's <laughs> preference i'm so curious mm-hmm. as far as like the spiritual connection because people have been having a lot of health issues on the diet but they also a lot of people thrive on it so i'm just like i don't know anymore yeah <laughs> you know there's what's that the, that diet or the, there's a book of it it's, just, it's not the china syndrome it's the china oh, the china study study right yeah, yeah by t con campbell and, um, yeah i remember my my spirit guide sort of you know going along with that feeling that that was you know like a like a mostly plant-based diet they certainly talk about that a wow lot. that's mm-hmm. amazing yeah. <gasps> interesting but we are but they also recognize we are all different you know and yeah and there is some free will in this of course well yeah we have free will indeed mm-hmm. let's see yeah. what is a place you'd love to visit that is perhaps in a relation to a past life of yours <laughs> Um, the city of Prague. Oh, of course. I have, I have a past life there, and of course um, you do. Yeah, and I will. will I haven't been there in this life. I've oh. been to most major European cities and just haven't had the chance to to go back there. I guess I need to go to South Africa, Russia, Portugal, and now that island. <laughs> Mauritius. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's no obligation to go back to places you've been. You might have, you might even have pretty negative feelings about places that have been uncomfortable before. Yeah, there's something there for Russia with, with me. Wait, you said mm-hmm. that I wrote books. So could you do? Have you ever had clients find something that they've written in the past? Yes. Yeah. That's um, cool. Yes, yeah, so somebody not so long ago found. Uh, you know, just from the few clues that I I was able to get, um, they found, it was like an ex- obscure writer. Actually, funnily enough, it was a religious writer, um, but the the biography was exactly as I'd I'd given it. And they were able to find a a, a wiki Wikipedia page. That's actually really cool. Yeah. Wow. What would you write on your tombstone for Ainsley McLeod in the, for this incarnation's experience? <laughs> well, I think it'd be something like I, you know, try to do my best. 
you know, tried I'm, to do my best. Yeah, it's like really. I've always that. had that feeling, like you know. Well, I hope I'm, you know, I always just be concerned. You know, am I doing the right thing? You know, like I'm yeah, always sort of you know, well concerned about that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, that would be it. I did my best. I there we go. I did my best instead of I tried to do my best. <laughs> What can you do? Maybe yeah. next time. Maybe next time, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping there will be no next time. I don't, I don't know. You might be getting your wings after this one for sure. Mm-hmm. Define true love. Oh, my gosh. Well, true love. Boy, I think it's um, I think it's a lot to do with acceptance of that other person. I think it's also defining true love. It has to do, I think, where, you know, those core values I talked about, yeah. I think where where you're able to safely, you know, express those true values without fear, that you're able to speak your truth. You're able to have, your, you know, totally open heart chakra, um, you know, be in that total loving place um, where you give each other freedom. Um, that you you live without you know fear of um you know violence or that sort of thing you know like um you resolve conflicts easily that's that sort of thing because those are all connected with the soul's ultimate uh, goals mm, that's beautiful that's a good question because i never really thought about it, just really when it comes down to it you didn't cheat did you you didn't ask your spirit guides no. No, no, no cheating. I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm going solo right now. Yeah. Nice. Good for you. So the universe, how about the spirit guide? Somehow you, they found a way to give you free billboards. So absolutely no cost to share one message across the main highways and major cities all around the world on these billboards. What would the billboards read? Well, I think the one phrase that I think is so important um, is your destiny is not a secret. This is a phrase that my spirit guide started using a few years ago. It, and their point being that, um, you, you know, as I said, I think at the beginning of this talk that, you know, it, it's, it's not a, it's not a mystery, you know, why you're here. You just need to know what to look for. I would love to see those those thought provoking billboards with your destiny's not a secret and a link to my website. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I would love to see those yeah. too. Manifest them. Yeah. <sighs> so, Ainsley, the last question that I've asked you before, but your answer might change because you know, they always change every day for everyone. Mm-hmm. How would you advise your own magic listeners to create their own magic? And no cheating. I know you're going solo. <laughs> <laughs> so how to create your own magic? Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, here's one thing. It's to list, let's list th- you know, three things that you've always wanted to do. And then just choose one of those and start doing it. <laughs> I love that. So practical. Like no excuses, just like not tomorrow, not the next day, but right away. Start 
taking steps to make that happen. Yes. Yes, because otherwise they'll just continue to linger on as dreams. You don't have to do them all right now. Mm -hmm. But as long as you do one, begin right. one. You don't have to do it fully right now, but yeah. to take a step. Yeah, it's one, one step. And, you know, it can be overwhelming when you have so many things you want to do and, you know, all these plans, but it's just putting it into action. Thank you so much, Ainsley. Thank you so much for these few hours. Mm. You are an, ugh, I'm so thankful to have found you in this incarnation. And... <laughs> Well, Raquel, it's such a pleasure, and I'm, I'm so glad we found each other in this incarnation. Yeah, and it's 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 been just a an absolute pleasure and an honor talking with you, and you know, thank you so much for having me on the show. Oh, you are welcome to come on anytime. Just so you know, <laughs> anytime. Be careful what you wish for. Oh, <laughs> see I'm, you next week. I'm very. Oh yeah, right. For real though. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. The, the monthly Ainsley. Just kidding. That'd be awesome. Oh, man. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Dear Yummy, thank you so much for listening. I hope that this episode shifted something within you or expanded you in some way those of you who are new and don't know there is actually a your own magic secret facebook group Shh. but it's amazing it's filled with so many brilliant like-minded individuals who are all into this too and love to support others along their spiritual journeys the link for that will be in the show notes and one big update for the your own magic membership site well starting june 17th the full moon in june I'm making some simple changes to the Soul Tribe membership site. It's pretty simple. Those who pay the annual fee, which is $44.44 this year, so for 2019, I just felt like I wanted to make it a lifetime service for you. So you don't have to pay that every year, but instead you get it for life. And then those of you paying month to month will stay the same for you as your grandmother did. But for everyone else, starting June 17th, the full moon, I'm going to release a lifetime bundle only option for the 44.44. You purchase it once, you should just get it for a lifetime, you know? <laughs> Why not? And it's about to have so many new features and will still be updated monthly with meditations and journalings and spiritual tools and some video too. For me to help you become more in tune and connect more deeply with your soul and divine guidance through your own work at home. And most tell me that they use it for their morning routine to kickstart their day in spirit and in a soulful way and helps them feel like their vibrations are high up there and they feel the shift within. I wanted to give you a heads up well before June 17th is here. So with all that being said, thank you so much for listening and have a magical day.